0: blue blood hosted by ej stewart and tommy beer let's get to it new york okay so some so some familiar faces and voices could be joining madison river gardens tv booth this season so according to the daily news nba tv sources say msg network is considering adding mark jackson and jeff van gundy as fill-in color analysts for some road games as Clyde. Frazier scales back his travel schedule. So Dan says the former Knicks point guard and former Knicks head coach are among several names being considered. The two formed a trio with Mike Green that called the NBA finals and some of the biggest games on both ESPN and ABC for pretty much uh, more than a decade. So when they were let go this summer came with a lot of disappointment from a lot of fans who enjoyed that, that, that three-man booth of Green, uh, JVG and Mark Jackson. And now, that three-man booth could potentially be a, a, a fixture of MSG televised Nick games this season. I mean, it sounds kind of unbelievable, but it this is what is being reported by the Daily News. So, Tommy, would you be on board with uh, Jeff Van Gundy and or Mark Jackson joining the broadcasting?
1: yeah i've never been a big mark jackson fan um but he would be an upgrade over like the Derby acts and the other guys that they have filled in for um you know Walt on the road in the past so uh, i'd be cool with that i'd love to get van gundy in the booth um obviously we know both of those guys have a great rapport um you know with breen they've yeah decades working the biggest games in the in the sport um the, the last decade or so um so that wouldn't be an issue um you know you know Breen would love to have it. Maybe there's a little more um, fun that they could have on MSG Broadcast. My thinking, however, was, um, you know, circling back to Dolan, um, would he be okay with, you know, Van Gundy's yeah. been shy to kind of get after guys that they're not cussing, um, you know, not playing up to their level that they should. Um, would, Van Gundy be, uh, would Dolan be okay with Van Gundy um, kind of being critical of the Knicks at times on the air? Also, there has been a beef between those two dating back to Van Gundy's exit, um, you know, 19 games into the season, you know, 23 years ago now. Um, has that hatchet been buried? Um, you know, Van Gundy never, you know, I, there's been some talk that he was interviewed when the Knicks were looking for head coaches, um, but that never really seemed to gain traction. So is that a Dolan kind of top-down thing? Um, we'll see if that's uh, if that's the case.
0: Yeah, it's, it's the Jeff Gunny angle is is the one that is interesting, given how things ended with him as Knicks head coach, um, given how, as you mentioned, Jeff will get after guys who aren't playing hard, poor coaching decisions. like, And that's what makes him one of the better in-game analysts we have uh, in the NBA, why he was so successful over there at ESPN. I think it's something that Knicks fans would absolutely crave to have an analyst. Who will bring that kind of honesty to their broadcast? And Clyde's great, and and I think Clyde's a little underrated to how he gets after after like the Knicks. He does it more, I think, as a team when they're playing very poorly. He'll get after them, say they're they're not hustling, they're right,
1: whatever. He's just just disappointed as opposed to angry, you know, like just a disappointment. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to say great point.
0: Yeah. It's almost like at this point in dad, when he's talking about, you know, the Knicks, uh, you know, playing with no fire and no desire, you know, we've yeah. had that play definitely over the last 20 years with Jeff, it would be a lot more uh, like a coach who's like, these guys aren't playing hard that you got to take guys out when they don't play uh the right way. So that would be a very interesting element to the MSG broadcast that we have not had. I mean, Marv Albert was essentially fired because he was too critical of the team and that's a play-by-play analyst who like you know who's only making you know comments here or there when the Knicks aren't playing well like imagine if like, you have a color analyst who he's actually analyzing the game and he's breaking down things they're not doing well. It would be a, a definitely a different kind of deal. I I tend to feel like the Jeff Van Gundy Dolan thing probably is cooled at this point. I mean Van Gundy I think was there when they honored the 99 team uh I want to say I don't know how long it maybe five, six years ago. Because they have that infamous picture of him with the jacket. And he's standing well with guys. It's a pretty funny picture. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and he and he's he's spoken well of Dolan and the Knicks in the recent years. Uh, of course, he's been up for jobs there, so so he probably made sense for him to speak well of the organization. So I, I would hope that things have have cooled between those guys. There isn't a, a beef that's long standing, though. Dolan's one to hold the grudge. So I guess we'll have to see how that goes. But I I would love this. Um, I said it when this thing broke down with uh, Jeff Van Gundy first and then eventually Warren Jackson. That thought that Jeff Van Gundy should be the the future, you know, replacement for Walt whenever he decides to eventually step away. If you can make this a three-man booth and that's your three-man booth for Knicks games, I mean, that becomes like, I mean, that becomes almost must watch television for teams outside of people who watch Knicks. I think teams, people who maybe have their own home broadcasts, Or or, and they don't live in their their local networks. I think on league pass, they'll turn on the Knicks broadcast and want to hear just Breen, Mike Van, uh, Jeff Van Gundy, and Mark Jackson going back and forth. So I would be I would be all for this. Um, Yeah, I definitely have been more of a Breen, a Van Gundy guy than a Jackson guy, but I think Jackson would be really good too. I think the fact that he has New York roots, the fact that he grew up in New York City, played for the Knicks as well, I, I think it would be a unique twist to see them as a three man team. Like focusing in on one team because they're they're so used to being national guys where they're kind of just talking about various different people,
1: but I like I would,
0: I would I would I, I would I would be just like I would be amazed to see how that worked. We got a, we got a special guest on the pod today. Hey, it's, what's up, little? What's up, little Tommy?
1: It's little Tommy. Say
0: hi. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what? I didn't know going to be on camera.
1: This is your this is your debut, and you gonna get shy on me?
0: Um, young young Tommy making a debut in the last who, week of Orange and Blue Buds with Tommy Beer. Love it. Who's your favorite who's your favorite player?
1: He likes, he likes the color of the king. LeBron James.
0: Oh LeBron means who else, love the, I mean, who else doesn't love
1: the king? And Kobe. And this guy. This guy Patrick Go downstairs
0: and play. I'll be down in a minute. Oh man, shout out to shout out to young Tommy. That is a special guest <laughs> appearance right there. You don't get that on any other Nick podcasts. Oh no, no. I don't, no, know. No. It's a I don't special, think I don't think you get appearance. Yeah, I don't think you get too many of those. Kobe, LeBron, Patrick. You mean I mean, you can't get can wrong with any of those guys being your
1: favorite. Yeah, sure. yeah. He has a uh, book with like those guys. Um you know, for each letter, like A is Captain America for cream and M is for Magic. The oh, I so I, is,
0: you know me. I would love that because I'm a superhero.
1: Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> um, the crazy thing is one of the guys. You know, it's um LeBron and Kobe and Wilt and Shaq and you know Dwayne Wade is Flash. Um, a lot of other stuff. The crazy thing. One of the S is for Ben Simmons. Um, just to go show you how far like Ben Simmons has fallen. Wow, since he was he, he was, was considered one of the superheroes. Old. He was like a guy like minute. Like people That's thought he crazy. was going to be the, the next dude. You know.
0: Yeah, I mean, Ben Simmons, I mean, his career track is kind of crazy. I mean, there was a time where you thought that he was maybe the future of the NBA. And yeah. he's here now, and, like, he's basically fighting for his NBA career, it sounds like. By the way, now we know we're off the rails real quick, but I do have a question for you on this. Do you hear that he's going to be playing point guard this year for the Nets?
1: That was the that was the word? Listen, he just needs to play, period. Like, yeah. don't worry about what he plays and how he plays is get him on the court, you know, for, for 20 straight games and, you know, you know, for a couple of months. Um, see that he has his legs underneath him because, um, The Nets are, are, you know, I I think they're really going to be happy with that Kevin Durant trade. I think that was a really, really fortunate, you know, way for them to reboot the franchise. Mikhail Bridges is a stud. Um, One of the best, you know, we talk about Bunsen's contract. You know, Bridges is arguably, um, you know, if not one in one, best contracts in the NBA, you know, 25, 26 million dollars a year for the next three years um, until he leaves Brooklyn and comes to Manhattan. Um, (laughs) Yeah. When he gets I anyway the, the
0: other Josh Hart tweets. I think that that is something that they're definitely trying to work on. It seems like
1: that De- definitely. It seems like it's only a matter of time. I'm, I'm sure net fans hate it when they flirt on 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 Twitter back and forth, him and, and Brunson and and, and uh, Josh Hart and those guys. So, uh, but especially with DiVincenzo now in the mix and our back yeah. in New York, um, you know, we'll, we'll see if it's uh, a matter of time before they have full a starting five.
0: Yeah, on the on the Van Gundy Jackson front. Do you think that this ends up happening? Do you think that they because it, it it's it's hard to believe still? Like, like yes. it's something we, I mean, we talked about it a lot. Like, uh, not just us, but a lot of Nick fans when this thing happens. it yes. wouldn't it be great? Like, these are two guys that are, you know, true with true Nick's roots that, like, are some of the best in the business at this job. Like, it would be great. And the only that has endless money because the other thing will be, can you afford them? Dolan can afford anything. So, like, in theory, like, this would be amazing. But, like, do you think it, it will actually happen? Because it
1: sounds almost unbelievable. Yeah, I don't think so. I think if they don't see, you know, does three games when they do a West Coast trip, and Van Gundy meets him in Houston, you know, when 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 they when they go play the Rockets, you know, maybe they get together for a goof um, for one game in OKC, okay, you know, just something like that in Chicago, New York, they're both in town for something, they both with the garden and it's they text you know uh, Clyde as well. Um, I, I I think honestly the biggest issue is probably money. Um, yeah. You know the, 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 they would have to take such a massive uh, you know pay cut um, to to work for the Knicks going from ABC you know nationally televised games. Um, I don't know what they were making, but it, it was a lot more than they were paying Alan Hahn or Wally Zerbiak to fill in for for a couple games on the yeah board, it's gotta be millions that.
0: it's gotta be it's gotta be millions they were making it, at
1: least at, at least yeah. um so you know again do they have you know as we know, you know drove a honda a honda cord you know during his whole time when he was making millions coach the knicks so he's not a yeah. not a guy that's you know obviously know the way he dresses and you know just the way he handles himself he's not yeah. you wouldn't think that, that would be a deal breaker he'd have more than enough money bank now um you know but, again, I don't think they would want to commit to a full, you know, 41-game schedule. Um, again, I right. think doing it part-time, filling in here and there, uh, because, you know, once you lower your, you know, I'm sure their agents, et cetera, it wouldn't lower your your price point to such a point where if a team makes an offer, they say, okay, we'll pay you twice as much as MSG is paying you, but that's 10% of what AP was paying. So um, financials, I think, are, are where it gets tricky. Again, unless they wanted to do just kind of a favor to Breen for the goof they're bored, they're looking to get their name back in there, they want to talk some hoops because they haven't got another job. The other option is they could be gobbled up by TNT um, you know, yeah. or, or you know, does Apple TV when they get a new you no know, deal bring those guys back together and kind of have them on retainer for a season? Um, even if they did get a TNTB, they'd be cool with something in the contract that says I want to work four games a year uh, with Breen on MSG. Yeah. I think the Breen angle really helps the you know the makes it seem like it's feasible um, because they could you know it would it's justifiable to kind of do it as a favor to your buddy and just you know work with a, a friend that you, that you enjoy spending time with.
0: Yeah, it's it it, and I would be curious in terms of the parameters of their ESPN contract, are there kind of non competes where you know can they can they actually go to a national network and still get paid by ESPN? Like I would wonder because when I thought about when I heard that this is a thing, I'm like, I'm wondering if for them they're like, look, we could do we can get paid our full salary ESPN for however many however long that is, if it's a year or two years. And if there's no there's a non-compete for local games, the Breen does local games. I'm assuming they can maybe do local games. Is, hey, we could do local. Get a Get some Trump chains doing that while we're waiting for our ESPN right. deal to expire, and then we go to Apple. We go to NBC or we go to TNT. Whatever the new landscape is once the you know new TV deal gets done. That that I think is probably why this is even a thing. Like I don't think this is possible if like they have full non-competes and they can just uh, uh excuse me, they don't have a non-compete. And they can just go to TNT. I think that they would have been signed already because you would think that TNT getting Jeff and Stan together would be like, a thing you would do in a millisecond, you would think. I don't know how good it would be for TV in terms of, like, know, if it would be a good broadcast, but I think right. just in terms of the idea and just, like, the headlines it would create, you you have to it would try draw it. draw a lot of
1: interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. you'd have to at least try it. So the fact that that hasn't been done yet tells me that there's maybe a deal where, like, they can just collect this money from ESPN until the age expires, and that might be why they're doing this. Yeah, uh,
1: you know, I guess we we assume we'll be thinking soon, um, but I think, sure. yeah, there's a lot of good points in terms of contractual language and, and et cetera that we just are not privy to. Um, but, um, you know, again, season starts sooner sooner than you think. So, yeah, um, it's also something that they, maybe it's, you know, ESPN through December 31st. And they, you know, we find That's in early true. January where they're going to hop on. So, you know, we'll see you how
0: know. Yeah, exactly. But uh, the news of Mark jackson and apparently being in the poll for an MSC games. Very, very interesting development there.